Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I am joined by Lara Taylor. Hey! And Link Keller. Hey! Hey! Welcome. Welcome to the next episode of GT Radio. I'm in a good mood. There's children playing in the background, so if there's noise, I apologize for the sound of uh, joyous children. children. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) At least they're joyful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound like they're having a good time. All right, so... uh, sounds like something just broke in the background but but i think they're they're having a good time also something i don't mention at the beginning of every episode but it's good for people who are listening to the podcast is we are streaming live on twitch we're usually late but we shoot for (laughs) 6 p.m pacific uh 8 p.m central and 9 p.m eastern at twitch.tv slash geek therapy we are live right now and uh yeah you can join us all right so lara it is your turn what my turn it hasn't been my turn for a couple months now it's been a while it's been a while while. um okay so i want to talk about something that came up recently uh in the last like week or so that like i know in general about myself but like it just like had an epiphany because Mm -hmm. um i had a good like geek therapy moment uh and it was cool so um background nina and i are both burnt the fuck out and having a hard time communicating so we're seeing a therapist (laughs) um and like individually or together 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 um and it's great it's going well uh never felt happier uh and i'm pro therapist pro therapist i'm pro couples therapy (laughs) therapy. yeah let's do it yeah absolutely um but yeah we're just tuning up some communication and um one of the problems that we're having is i'm burnt out as fuck because i'm a therapist and i see too many clients a week and i have little energy at the end of the day or the end of the week for her for her Mm -hmm. to get to be who she wants to be and have the feelings she has and all of that so one thing that came up is um she should make an appointment. <laughs> she should make an appointment. <laughs> yes, she should. Uh, we should put it in the in the books. That hasn't yep. come up yet. Got it. But um, while we were talking about how I soak up the feelings in the room, I am an empath. I got, I score really high on that highly sensitive person scale, um, and that's something I've known for a while. Um, which means I should only be seeing maybe five clients in a day instead of eight. And I should not be seeing 30 in a week. Um, but I'm I'm rolling with it. I love my clients. I don't feel burnt out when I'm at work. I feel really charged when I'm at work most days. Uh, and I get home and, and get home. By get home, I mean I leave the room that I'm currently sitting in. Uh, and I'm not so charged. So whenever Nina is sad... I get sad. Whenever she's depressed, I get depressed. Um, and we were talking about, I think Nina brought up, well, it's not like, I can't remember what she, she said, it's not like you're rogue or something. But I was like, but, or if she said it's kind of like you're rogue, I don't know which, very different statements, but it clicked for me and I was like, well, it is like I'm rogue. Rogue the the X-Man. The X-Man. Yes. The X-Men. She, and she's been, always been my favorite X-Men. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, because she soaks up their powers or their life force. And if she, she put does Captain ju- Marvel in a coma, she's your favorite. Yes. Yes. That's old stuff. That's old news. That's, <laughs> that's, that's old news. That's, yeah. old, old times. Old times. <laughs> but no, really. Like, she's yeah. always... When I was a kid... Um, when I my friends and I would play X Men in in elementary school, and I didn't want to. I was one of like three or four girls, and there weren't that many girls to be, so I didn't get to be Rogue because someone else picked Rogue. So I had to be Cyclops, and I wanted to be Rogue because Cyclops sucks. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so this came up, and something clicked, and I was like, "Well, no, it really is kind of like I'm Rogue, like Rogue." When she touches people, she sucks up their powers if they're a mutant or their life force. And if she holds on for too long, it kills them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, 
it's not necessarily like I'm going to kill other people, but maybe I lash out at other people. Maybe I feel like I'm drowning myself um, and don't know how to get out of the feelings. And um, our therapist chimes in with like, well, it is kind of, and we were talking about something about like, Nina said something about wanting to turn it on or off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not possible. Like, I can't just turn it on or off. And and our therapist was like, well, it is kind of like it's a superpower. Um, and it reminded me of Nina's left me notes like, you're you're a human being and a superhero because you and super uh, you and Supergirl are heroes because you feel all the feels. That was something that she left me when I was having a rough week at work, and I'm like. So we know I've got this superpower. It is feeling all the feelings. How do I take control of it and how do I manage it? Um, and so that's been my focus recently is trying to figure that out. I don't have any answers yet, but it brings up this whole thing of like internal processes being like our superpowers. And I've heard people push back on like ADHD is a super superpower and they're like no it's not a superpower it's only a superpower if you have the resources to handle it and you have the resources and the and the ability to get the treatment you you need and all of that and i thought about it and like superpowers aren't always good <laughs> <laughs> rogue kill kill people she put captain marvel in a coma like um cyclops if he doesn't have his visor can just destroy things um some the, we can talk about the heroes always end up there's like some sense of con- like they have to have a lot of control and like coping strategies to be able to deal with what happens they don't it's not always a good thing there's always a drawback to it um and i really that really resonated with me like okay yes i'm an empath i feel all the feelings i'm good for my clients because i feel all the feelings but I soak things up too much. And I just, I thought that was a cool little thing. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to take a full episode to talk about, but I'm sure we can talk about empathy for an hour. It's cool. <laughs> I think we can, I think we can handle that. Just from X-Men, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm thinking, I I want to say either it's X2 or or. X-Men 3 um, where Magneto goes to the streets and picks up all of the uh, the unwanted mutants and one of them's like superpower is like I'm spiky I'm a spiky guy <laughs> it's like these like things like that where it's like contextually absolutely you can call that a superpower because there are certain environments in which being spiky would be super duper useful but if it's like I can't give you a hug, can't you're can't, spiky? You know you can't go into the NICU to look at the you know your little infant baby in the in the breathing box because like you're spiky, you're dangerous, <laughs> and so it's like it's not a superpower in that context at all, and it can be emotionally detrimental, and so I definitely I definitely get what get what you're get what you're saying. I f- I feel it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I have definitely related to Rogue myself in the same sort of like not physical superpowers, but soaking up emotions way. And I, I definitely attribute it to growing up in uh, emotionally abusive situations where you become hyper aware of how other people are feeling because it's never just one person's feeling they are going to share it and it's going to be your feeling too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that becomes a, like a pattern. It becomes practice and and learning how to not necessarily turn off your power because you don't want to like not be empathetic. Right. But learning how to manipulate it in such a way, uh, you know, like like Rogue wearing gloves. It's like, now I'm not going to accidentally touch people. I've got my gloves on. Mm-hmm. And then I can use it when I need to to get their power and be like, oh, 
I can now walk through walls for like five minutes or whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 So do you, do you feel like there isn't a way to put on gloves? Because you said you don't think there's a way to turn it on and off. There's not a way to turn it on and off, but the gloves isn't necessarily the turning it on and off. Like mm -hmm. it's not me losing the power. The the gloves and I'm still working on finding the gloves, but the gloves would be more like figuring out how to make more space for myself and be and feel my feelings and not just feel other people's feelings and be able to process things before I jump into a conversation that takes a lot of mental effort. Um, just like I do with my clients. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been thinking lately about how you, you could go to school to learn to do therapy, but it doesn't train you to be a therapist. Because no. like you can go to school to learn how to teach, but it doesn't actually necessarily train you to be a teacher. Because mm -hmm. there's so much of the experience that is is not covered in books and is hard to um, cover in a, in a classroom. And uh, yeah, and like that's the whole point of the of the school, right? Of the of uh, Xavier's school is to help people who have these powers that they don't know how to control and they can't do, um, or they don't know how to control their powers. They don't, have, they can't live, right. uh, um, they can't live, you know, the life that they want to live because they don't know what to do with that. And so he created a, a place that can, that helps people train to do that. I so, want an Xavier school for empaths and other like, mentally different people <laughs> yeah yeah the, mm, mm -hmm. i i see where you're going Josue. i do have mm -hmm. to i can't help myself um yes <laughs> there are here. there That's are absolutely instances in which dr xavier and the xavier school for gifted mutants youngsters <laughs> youngsters uh are being trained in how to appropriately control their powers they're also um, turned, but into there weapons. are also people who are just like, "Hey, society is never going to accept you, so you might as well live here." Mm -hmm. And that is that's sort of a different a different situation. I just couldn't yeah. help myself; I had to differentiate there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there's a there's lots of examples. Like like Jean, it was like, "You're so powerful. We're actually going to." He basically sedates her, right? So that so that she can't actually. Um, uh, use her powers, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of examples, and and Xavier has had multiple. Um, like he's an asshole. We've, we've like, <laughs> like, like, like you know, I mean that that's not that's not a secret. Um, so uh, that, but, that's but why the Wolverine's idea, running the show now. In the but comics. the idea <laughs> behind the school, right? Uh, is is that is, is that yes? And, and like, I don't know where, where do you go? Like, what are you thinking? Like, do you think there's something? Like, do you feel helpless? Do you feel like it is something you can manage and can control? Do you think? I think it's something like, I think that it's something that I can work on in mm -hmm. my own therapy and I can work on to figure out ways to, I don't know. I feel like I have better control of it than I have in the past and mm. I'm still working okay. on it. Um, okay. But just like this idea of like, it's like rogue that just really sat with me. Um, since I've been a kid, a bit, I was the kid who like, your emotions are too much. You're being too sensitive. I, I hold the feelings for my family and nobody really talks about their feelings. <laughs> um, so it's always been that for me. Um, and when I was a kid, it would, be, I would go over the top and like, it was, it was too much because they said it was too much so then i'm going to show you what's too much like much like sometimes Jean gray does in, in x-men you want to huh. see power i'll show you power huh. but anyway it is i feel like there's so much there with these internal states that we have that we can't control fully but that we can learn to cope with and learn to deal with that is manifested physically in in superhero comics right like 
especially the X-Men because it's stuff you're born with um, and you're yeah. treated poorly because you're born with it. Um, and there's also some other, there's some room for like internal states that we aren't born with that happen because of say trauma or other things that happen to us. Brain injury. I guess that's trauma too. Never mind. Trauma. <laughs> so, so I, I just learned about a, um, uh, an X-Men over the weekend and his name is Sink. I'm going to read you from uh, Wikipedia, uh, his powers. Sink's, okay. mu- Sink's mutant power equips him with a bioenergetic aura that allows him to temporarily duplicate the effect of the powers of any superpowered being in his vicinity and sometimes the power itself, essentially becoming in sync with that person, or more specifically, his or her bioenergetic aura. So, I, Shit, that sounds like what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, and I, br- I bring it up because... Uh, rogue absorbs right and then and then but sync synchronizes right like mm-hmm. uh like there's a and it might feel like one or the other right like sometimes like um like taking on um vicarious trauma feels more to me like rogue it's like i did not want that at all and now i have this and i can't stop thinking about it and yeah. another thing is like trying to to you know resonate with the person in front of you and like being in sync with with them um i just bring it up as as a different example i think i think uh no, it, I think it's good to have good one. yeah it's good to have more more than one right for for the similar idea of what you're what you're presenting there are um yeah yeah something something that i that i that i i loved about um uh, learning about sync was that he's able to do this, right? Like, so like he, he can, he can line up with another person, sync up with them and then use their powers on multiple occasion. He's used their powers beyond what they thought that they were capable of. So, hmm. so like certain, um, mutants, he's like taken like, synchronized with them and then like been able to fly and then the person he synchronized with is like i don't know can i fly like i had no idea <laughs> right it's it's like he 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 takes on um like he he takes on again he synchronizes with them but then he's like able to to show them their potential through like he's able to to see their potential and actually take it um a step further that sounds um, a little more like what therapists do yeah it's good therapists do in therapy right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's that's a a real good metaphor right there yeah 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 yeah. uh yeah i I I forgot we were going to talk about this and um thank you tiktok for teaching me about (laughs) sync sync the the mutant um yeah 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 were there other examples of this that you kind of wanted to bring up because you said you didn't just want to talk about empathy you wanted to talk about well i was going to talk about like Mm -hmm. ADHD. The oh. the whole thing with like yeah. ADHD is a superpower. I don't I see why people don't buy into that. At the same time, in some situations it can work for you. And in many situations because of the way society is, it doesn't. Much like society with the mutants. That society doesn't I've, I've, I've gone back and forth on this one. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I see both sides of the argument. I really do. <laughs> Sophia Ansari, host of Hero Nation, our podcast celebrating diversity in uh, superhero media. Uh, she she is adamantly on the um, super uh, ADHD is not a superpower. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I was more on that side, and and we've talked about like having that debate on in some way or form, right? The the um. But we've had it in private. We've just never recorded it. And and yeah, I think I've changed my tune on that. I think I've changed my mind on that. I don't think over the weekend, I don't know why I still do this. I guess I'm I'm still not used to I used to take ADHD medication, you know, when I was an adult. Uh I started like when I was thirty. And then because uh International listeners, this is your reminder that uh, the healthcare system in the United States is garbage. So, due to uh, financial mm-hmm. reasons, I I I stopped uh, getting uh, my medication. But then I was I was trying to 
like I understood enough of how my symptoms worked that I, and I was able to, in some ways, create a different type of situation for myself that was more in line or or benefited more from the what are usually considered symptoms of ADHD, right? That mm-hmm. at the, in a way I see like, oh no, like th- that's a superpower. Like if I had this job, I would excel. But if I had a boring office job, I would not excel. Exactly. Um, that was my that was my opinion back then. But then, so I've started last year. I had to do a lot of uh, boring, uh, repetitive stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, thousands of pages worth of uh, of uh, boring, repetitive stuff, and I was like, uh, you know what? Like I'm struggling. I haven't taken medication in a while, and I was struggling in a few different areas. And so I I I started taking medication again, and it has been huge it has been it has made a huge difference but over the weekend i don't know why i still do this i was like sunday morning i was like oh i forgot to take my medication it was like almost 1 p.m and i was like oh if i take it now like i'm gonna be up <laughs> i'm gonna be up until late i mean i'm usually up until late so, but i was like oh, i'm not gonna take it it'll be fine sunday sucked sunday sucked mm-hmm. real real bad and then monday i was like why did yesterday suck so much as I was taking my pill on Monday, I was like, oh, right, 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 right. I, <laughs> I understand now. I don't know why yep. I didn't like real, you know, like I didn't realize it at the time. I was like, oh, why am I like, I haven't been like this in months. It's like, yeah, because you haven't skipped your medication in, in months. Um, so, so I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is one where I, I've changed my right. And that's where, and that's where the thing that yeah. when I hear the, whatever is a superpower, I can get that like. It doesn't feel, but superpowers are, like I said, not all sunshine and rainbows and like coolness. Sometimes they suck. Like, what if, was? If, if there's no weakness, it's a it's a bad story. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Never be a good story. Yeah. Which yeah. is why when I'm working with kids and we're talking about like, well, I do this with adults too, but when I was doing a lot of behavioral work um, with kids, it was like, well, what what superpower would you have? Yeah. And what drawback would it have? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've talked about before the girl that was really agoraphobic, wouldn't leave the house, who just wanted to be invisible. Mm-hmm. And every time she used the invisibility power, it would make her fade more and more until she became nothing. <laughs> uh, did you add that second part or did she? She did it. Ooh, she, okay. she was, that was her whole. Yeah thing well um i mean we can even talk about if we're i think link you sent me the tiktok of the the non-binary uh what what would your superpower be is the support group oh it'd be shape-shifting 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 what about you you, anyone not have a superpower that's shape-shifting i wouldn't call it shape-shifting but it's um, it's illusions Um, but it makes so, you think that I've shape shifted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I definitely had several clients this week. I've talked about Shira's like I I got a lot of new clients in the last couple of weeks, and they are just now getting on my geek therapy trip. And I've talked mm-hmm. about Shira at least every day. Yeah, um, and so many of my clients are queer, and it's all about double trouble, all of it. <laughs> Um, and being able to shapeshift. And hmm. so it's very telling when you ask people, what, what do you, what kind of power would you want if you could have any power? Or you can ask if you could do any spell, what spell would that be? Um, and yeah. gender can have an outside representation, but it's an internal state, just like the other things we're talking about. Hmm. hmm. Trying to think hmm. of other. Hmm. Yeah. The. Hmm. I mean, anxiety. You talk about Josue about anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. Spidey yeah. Sense is a superpower. One hundred percent. Yep. 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 It's um. It's funny, right? That I mean, it it technically is just like, uh, severe anxiety, like, mm-hmm. like, paralyzing. Um. Uh. More than paralyzing, right? It's like. It's like if if every time you felt anxiety, like uh, electricity, like you just like, get shocked. Yeah, you got you got a little shock, right? Um, it, it's hyper awareness, 
right? It's it's um, a hypervigilance, right? Uh, framed as a superpower, which um, makes sense that Spider-Man as a character is... Uh, it's a struggle for him. <laughs> Pretty much everything is a struggle. It's a good reflection of um, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's a good reframe. I, I yeah, I use it all the time because it's absolutely. It's it's it even just makes anxiety easy to explain, right? Or or just any mm-hmm. kind of um, a threat response. Um, reframing a fear as a threat response is uh, is very useful. Is very useful. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Well, one, one thing I was I was thinking about how last week you said was it last week or two weeks ago, you said um, it, we're talking about Geek Therapy's mission and as a nonprofit, and and you were saying that that I was the superhero and the man in the chair, mm-hmm. right? So I I love that uh, Spider Man again, right? That movie introduced this idea of the of of the the guy in the chair mm-hmm. uh, or the person in the chair, and I'm I'm curious. You know, you with your empath superpowers. Do you, do you have a, a person in the chair? Do I have a person in the chair? I don't know. Sometimes I would say Nina's my person in the chair for sure, mm-hmm. uh, which is hard when I'm s- absorbing her emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But when I'm anxious, like there were times with deadlines, with papers in school, that mm-hmm. like I just could not. I could not. I shut down. I was crying. I can't do this. I can't do this. And she just take my shoulders and be like, we're going to write your outline. We're going to do the first step. We're going to do the second step. We're going to do the third step. Let's start with the first step. And then my paper would miraculously get done and I would write it. So she's historically been my person in the chair for the last nine years. Hmm. Um but I have other people in the chair. Like we have friends who have what their emotional support nerds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I've said, Josue, you're my ho- emotional support nerd. And I think I'm uh-huh. kind of your emotional support nerd. Sometimes. Uh, for some sometimes. Sometimes. Not in general. I mean, I yeah. have to, I have to help you go to, to happy hours mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. groups of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I've, I've got people that are my, my people in the chairs. Yeah. Um, I would consider most of my close friends, people in the chair. That's good so. because because just support networks are so important, right? And, Definitely. and again, I I I I really love that. That's just been a trend in superhero TV shows, especially um, where it's like it's it's a team, right? It's like it's like Batman is worthless without Alfred back at the Batcave, right? It's like it's like you have need at least one person to back you up, some person to check in with, and. So many different heroes have that, and and uh, oh, I I love it. I, I mean, I hate that they're all like nerds on a computer, and you know, we're like, oh, you know, the person in the chair, it's fine, it's fine, it's it's okay. But in general, you know, if you take the metaphor to real life, just having people who are who are, are that support network. I mean, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I was I was pretty. I felt like I didn't have. I like how you said like you have a lot of different people um, who are your person in the chair, which is good, which I think is, is right. the way to you go. Shouldn't ha- like, yes, you should have a person that you can trust, right? But more the better because you can spread that out and not overburden and overtax one yeah. person. Yeah, I, I want to see maybe the- they're an empath and maybe they're going to suck up all your energy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the 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 comic book about Alfred's person in the chair. Like who's Alfred calling when, when he's like, I've had enough of, of master Bruce. Like he's, he's such an idiot. He's having a week and I've had enough. It's probably his niece is probably his niece, Julia. Maybe, maybe. Um, Who is also sick of Batwoman. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, but a couple of weeks ago I was like, I'm, I was so, I felt like I wasn't getting the support I needed from any of my uh, people in the chairs. So, so like, I hadn't seen my therapist in a couple of months, but like, I, I made an appointment. I was like, I need, I need this particular type of <laughs> person mm-hmm. in a chair, um, to help me out. It's good to to have those identified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they help a lot. They do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, so what are you gonna do? What are you gonna like? Is it working out? Are you doing? Are you doing? Are you gonna like you said? I should probably see five clients a day. Are you going to do that? I can't do that. <laughs> capitalism, but, yes. Capitalism, yeah. Um, I am 
I am journaling more. I am okay. checking in with myself more. Okay. Um, more transitions between things. Mm-hmm. Um, learning to trust my my person in the chair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We can all do those things. Yeah. It is rough being a person who feels all the feels in a time like this. Like Nina and I were watching This Is Us the other night. Yeah. And she was like, How are you you're the empath? How are you not crying? She's like sobbing. And I'm like, I got some little watery eyes here and there. And I think it's like sometimes it's easier to shut it off than like somewhat, but like not all the way. I don't know. I wasn't in a crying mood, <laughs> but there I, I, are other times we've talked about this that I'm like sobbing watching these shows. So I have, I have a different angle I want to take, but I want to I want okay. to check back in with Link. Just a uh, any, any anything you want to add to um this stuff? I, I I love that you you were like, oh no, I relate to Rogue in the same way. Mm-hmm. Do you, does that still happen? Or was that like in a particular time in your life? Like, how did you? How how have you? How are you doing, Rogue? Like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that as, like, I became an adult, I got I got better at separating hmm. my own emotions from the emotions of people around me. Um, but it was something that I had to, it, you know, it's something that takes practice. Uh, and, you know, it's still something that can get me every once in a while in my adult life um but it tends to be less overwhelming it doesn't it doesn't feel the same way as you know as a teenager or preteen um, yeah yeah but yeah that's yeah. the angle i wanted I mean, to take yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that you may not be able to turn it on off and on but like but we have tons of stories of this overwhelming, we can call it a power, right? But just, mm-hmm. just something that is like hard to control and sometimes something you didn't ask for. But so many stories we see that it's like, oh, no, no, like I'm able to harness this. I'm able to to, yep. to control it. It doesn't control me. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, when small work. Yeah. Yeah. When Smallville. In the introspection. T- <laughs> yeah. A mm-hmm. lot of that. <laughs> When when Smallville came out, I loved the idea of a teenage Clark Kent dealing with his superpowers. And I think it was like the third episode or something like that. Like it was the the first time his kind of like his hormones kick in. Or like he's got mm-hmm. this like substitute teacher and he's like <gasps> like he's uh yeah, he got a little horny. And uh like it was the first time that his uh laser eyes uh went off. He like oh, no. started a fire. <laughs> and there's this there's this parallel between like puberty and 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 superpowers but especially in the x-men right yeah 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 Yeah, there's there is absolutely reasons why we tell these stories and these kinds of stories and it's because it is reflecting our experiences Mm -hmm. even if they're the fantastical fancified versions with spandex and flowing locks of hair cool Um, hair white very cool hair hair. Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah it's like that it's art it's it is art and it is reflecting our lives and it circles back around and impacts our lives going forward as we engage with it yeah because because yeah the idea of like i can't turn it off doesn't sit great with me like i have a i have a Hmm. I'm, i'm rejecting the idea a little bit i don't disagree that it's hard to turn it off but uh i and I know it's, you're not it's, saying... It's, it's interesting because mm-hmm. when I turn it off, because I talked mm-hmm. about a little bit ago, like during show, when I turn it off, mm-hmm. I turn it off. I am mm-hmm. shut down. That's not a good state to be in. <laughs> so, so explain what you mean by that. I put up a brick wall mm-hmm. between me and anyone around me if I'm trying to not feel their feelings mm-hmm. so that I have the space to breathe for my own feelings mm-hmm. and build that separation and that feels weird to people because I am normally the opposite of that. Very open and caring and bubbly. And like, 
not going to happen when I'm trying when I actually turn it off. So it needs to have a dimmer switch rather than an on-off switch. <laughs> okay. Okay. Link, you were going to you were going to react to that too? I I I think I, 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 it's a, it's metaphor. I, mm -hmm. I think yeah. if it is useful for you as an individual to think of it as something that you can turn on and off, then then use that. If it's like, mm -hmm. no, I can't turn it off. Like, how dare you even imply that? Like, fuck you. You know, it's not turning it off. It's figuring out tools the, that the help you control it, that help you have agency over it when it gets used, how strongly it gets used. It's not turning it off. It's, you know, I keep going back to Rogan and gloves. It's it's putting on gloves. It's putting on, you know, Batman's tool belts. Like, Batman can't fly on his own. He's He's got tools to help him do that. Um, I think, for me, framing it that way is more helpful because it gives me some space to be accepting of like not having perfect control and being able to just mm -hmm. turn it off like a switch. It gives me the space to accept that part of myself as like, that's part of you and trying to control it is sort of moot. Like it's you. Uh, the knife cannot cut itself. Um, <laughs> but if if it helps you to like to frame it in such a way as like there are situations in which I can turn it off like there, you know, going back to being being a kid, uh, and you're talking about putting up the brick wall, um, I think the term is uh, gray walling, or gray rocking, um, when it's in context of like narcissistic parents. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was something that I, I was skilled at as as a younger teen and into adulthood is like basically I'm not allowed to have my own emotions. And if I react to your emotions with your emotions, it's going to make it worse. So I'm just I'm going to become the gargoyle. I am stone. I am unmoving. Nothing you say affects me. Um, and, you know, in certain instances, that was absolutely a superpower when it dealing with so my helpful. father, yeah. <laughs> like, like being able to just like turn it off while getting screamed at is like, okay, that was a useful skill. Um, but when I am trying to engage with somebody, you know, like past partners or friendships and really trying to actually have like a meaningful discussion, confrontation of something that needs to happen, um, recognizing that my intuition is to go stone and that's not going to help that's not what i want right. to do and in that context it is not a useful superpower and it's something i have to figure out how to use other tools in my toolbox to get where i actually want to be um yeah, yeah. gargoyles <laughs> gargoyles Mm. Sorry, I'm just thinking of the 90s cartoon now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good cartoon. It's a good cartoon. Now on Disney yeah. Plus. Same as X-Men on Disney oh, Plus. Oh, snap. All <laughs> of the, yeah, yeah, all of them are there. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this is this is what I wanted to get at, right? Because sometimes it depends, right? It's contextual. And, and like you said, mm -hmm. if it, it's what works for you. But depending on the person I was, uh, I'd be working with, I would... I might challenge, right? Depending on mm -hmm. what exactly, because saying I can't turn it off um, could be a way of saying of like uh, uh, relinquishing your control, your control yeah. over it, or right. And um, but thankfully, there are tons and tons of stories where we like different versions of this where you do you either you you tame the thing or you control the thing right. or you or you like you think it's one thing and then you're like, oh wait a minute, I can use this. To be something else. Um, I, this, um, yeah. Naruto, <laughs> Naruto has this great example. Uh, it is a great example because like, when he's born, basically, they, they shove a demon inside of him. And uh, when he... Uh, parents, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Talk about uh, abusive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so he's got this demon inside of him and like all good shonen by the end of it uh, they are best friends but it takes a long time to get there it takes a very long time for for him to to understand what it is that's happening to him what it is that is there and how to come to terms with it how to tame it in some ways and then um i mean finally it's like we need to come to terms like we need to work together to do this right it's like it's like uh, you can accept that you're uh, i'm a part of you so let's just change our relationship i've always liked this doesn't always work right but there are a lot of examples like that right where it's like you reframe the relationship with the thing that you have um mm-hmm. whether it's example uh, the babadook there you oh, go god there you go yes yes <laughs> 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 actually never finished watching it oh my god I know. It's a perfect example, listeners, I assure you. The the child is scarier than the Babadook. The child is very scary. The Babadook (laughs) is glorious. Um, But yes, the main, main, uh, slight spoilers for a several-year-old movie at this point, but the the main takeaway theming is that it is a metaphor for depression and bereavement and not defeating those concepts but mm-hmm. incorporating them into your life they yeah. are monstrous but they don't have to be monsters yeah mm-hmm. um oh, yeah it's good it's good shit i i deeply connect with those kinds of stories the idea of not getting rid of an uh, an aspect you don't like or like excising it from you or overcoming it and like oh i've overcome my my problem or learn I great? to it's make like, it I work like, for you i like the idea it. of like it it becomes part of you it is holistic you are no longer rejecting that aspect but instead seeing it as part of who you are as a whole beautiful varied multifaceted human being or mutant as the case may be <laughs> I think it's in the third x-men movie where there's a cure and rogue tries to find a cure like she she wants the cure like she volunteers and she lines right. up to go get the 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 cure and a lot of mutants do because it is something that is overwhelming and the movie never i don't remember I hate that movie. I don't like it very much. Uh, so, so I don't remember. <laughs> That's one of exactly. the few times you agree with the with with the crowd with the popular Look, I'm not opinion say, I'm not saying, that a movie's bad. No, 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 no. See, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying I don't <laughs> that like you it. You hate that movie. I don't like it for a number of reasons. I also didn't say it was. I didn't say it was a bad movie. I said the popular opinion that it's bad. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying I'm not siding with the popular opinion that it's bad. I'm saying I don't like it. <laughs> I, like I don't like what happened in the movie because <laughs> it is the first and only movie I have seen in a drive-in theater. <laughs> Wink likes it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, uh, I it was it was the first time I was in a theater and I I I the movie ended and I was and I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a it's, it's it's the only time that has ever happened. Interesting. Me. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like. I thought it was okay. It was a movie. I like it. Uh, I didn't well, love it. Really... I I take these movies very seriously, and I didn't like what happened. I know. I, know. I, I was equally happy when um, Days of Future Past retconned it, basically. So yeah, no, I like that <laughs> it too. Ma- it made that movie even better. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my point is, I don't remember exactly uh, what uh, what happens, um, or the movie actually. But she does like go f- try to get a cure. I don't think that she gets the cure though. I, I, she doesn't, right? Um, but they they do give it to uh, Magneto, right? Uh, because he loses his power, but at the end, it's like the the chess piece shakes, and it's like oh, he didn't lose his power, so like maybe it doesn't really work. So I don't know. I, my point is, I don't know if there was a particular message or thing that they were trying to say, or if there was a particular. Um, I uh, think in, they, in they that, had the argument, but they don't. They didn't like settle on one side or the other. You could still, yeah. if if I don't know if the gift is technically split. I mean, they retcon the X three, right? So uh, it may not even apply. But in the gifted TV show, there is the whole thing about curing uh, the mutant gene and getting rid of the mutant gene, mm-hmm. and 
the dad on that one is a mutant but has had his power suppressed for so long that now it comes out and he like literally melts things when he's upset yeah 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 because he, he there's yeah. metaphor there yeah 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 no that that's a good point i never finished watching the gifted either but yeah that's um it handles it better but yeah link you were gonna say something about the uh x3 i i just it's in in those instances where they go the the route of the um the there's a a magic shot that'll take away your mutant powers is Mm -hmm. way more directed in drawing comparisons to like queer stories and Mm -hmm. conversion therapy and um, Mm -hmm. that aspect more so uh, than the other ones that we've been talking about. Um, That one, that one angles more towards looking at it from like the social perspective of the problem is not that they have superpowers. The problem is that society doesn't accept them having superpowers. And so mm-hmm. the fix is to assimilate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a, a little different than what we've been talking about more on the personal side. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that, I think. That movie. I was like, we could. I, I was like, we could also, <laughs> we could also go that metaphor, but also, like, if we're talking about mental health, like, I would love to not feel anxious anymore. Give me a shot. But then, like, what would happen if I never felt anxiety again? Yeah. like it's probably yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, because same thing with general, depression. Yeah, yeah. No, there is that general sense of of that what you're saying, Link. But there's also there are like personal examples, right? And when we see it through Rogue, it's like. I can't kiss the boy I like because, you know, because of my power and I would like to. Um, and, you know, he's off with this other girl. I think, right? Am I remembering right? Yeah, this you're, remembering yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> you're remembering right, right? You're remembering right. Yes. Because he's Iceman. My hatred's and was cemented. Hanging out with, and was oh. hanging out with Kitty Pride. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and that and she made was her threatened. jealous. It doesn't matter, though, because Iceman's gay. And so is Kitty Pride. And, Elliot, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elliot Page, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah! I'm tr- I have yeah. Now, now I'm like got the gifted mixed in my head with. <laughs> with <laughs> we just threw all the X Men metaphors, and usually yeah, I yeah, use yeah. X Men as a metaphor for queerness, right? Like that that's, is my go-to, and race, racial racial inequality that's its too. Baseline is really the stories that they were trying to tell when they first came out was very much angled towards queer people and their relationship to society. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, uh, I mean, I've seen other but, people with their own internal states, their personal stories resonate. Um, I just saw, and I've heard Janina Scarlett talk, Dr. Janina Scarlett talk about this several times, how storm resonates with her because she has a condition where, when the weather is changing, she feels an immense amount of pain. And so mm. she always, like, she knew when the weather was changing and could feel storms coming. And so, like, resonated with storm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, to the point of earlier, right? That, like, who you are and what you're dealing with completely um You could probably informs... find a mutant that you can relate to. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, the X-Men stories are, like, universally... Applicable. I heard yeah. someone the other day yes. saying that um, the like, how are you going to reintroduce Magneto into the MCU when the Holocaust, when like him being a Holocaust victim was such a uh, uh, or a Holocaust survivor was such an important like that's his origin story. Like, mm-hmm. how do you are you going to freeze him like Captain America and thaw him later too? Like, like what do you do? Like, how do you reframe? He's a mutant. Maybe he has longer life. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, right? But but maybe I mean, all but, that extra iron in his blood. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I mean, but like that one is like such a specific. That, that, like, there's a social. Um, mm-hmm. There there is a very specific uh, message there, right? There is there is yes. something. Um, lots of the other heroes are, are are easier to translate over time and, and in different in different versions and like in every cartoon they're a little bit different and here they're younger, here they're older. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how. Uh, how you translate. I mean, and it's fine. Like we have a Spider-Man movies now, right? Where we didn't see 
Uncle Ben and that whole thing, right? Like, like we gave him a different version. We've of seen his... him so many times, like, right, right. But like, mm. you can just you could just retell the story right in different ways and do it do it differently. So I'm I'm curious how and, that and that work. one Aunt Aunt May was like so young. Yeah. Again, again, different mm. different versions of it. It'll be interesting to see um, how that happens. And but it's gonna be. I mean, I'm assuming you you can't separate that from the x-men right like when you once you start bringing them back it's possible we they've they've come back already and we <laughs> and we're just uh figuring it out um uh but like how do you how do you yeah how do you deal with all of those um things I, I, i'm excited i'm excited because mm-hmm. marvel studios hasn't tackled that and even even like the freaking brian singer did a good job with it right like it's like it's just there right it's such a part of the of the characters mm-hmm. i'm excited i'm excited about uh about about having these conversations in a in a newer like i don't know like it's hard for me to recommend like or, or to bring up to be honest i didn't have a lot of people bring up x3 i'm sure i'm sure some people do <laughs> right uh i, it's I never interesting would because like one that like most people don't want to watch is apocalypse and i actually think there's the that's the one with the really powerful moment where magneto like destroys auschwitz like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and that, that made Nina cry a lot <laughs> and me cry a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I mean, I, I think they all have a little bit of, um, even both versions of uh, dark Phoenix, right. Are like, mm-hmm. it's like, there's, there, there's, there's some good stuff there. Um, definitely stuff that that's relatable. Whew, X-Men. Yeah. Come on. Come on, that. WandaVision. Give me, give me, give me some more. <laughs> give, me, oh, <laughs> give me some answers. Give me some answers. WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. We, on, we only have four more episodes of that. Yeah. 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 I hope and, we get mind blowing um, revelations every episode. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, what other 20 or 30 movies do I have to watch to understand next week's episode? I cannot wait. My, my sister sent me a picture earlier of the Spider Woman cartoon from the 70s mm-hmm. or 80s. I had a VHS of with like the first three episodes. And she was like, have you seen this? I was like, we saw it together many times when we were kids. Like <laughs> we, the, we saw those episodes over and over again. And uh, yeah, it's like, do I have to watch those? To have to watch the, 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 yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to have to watch Into the Spider-Verse to understand? I wouldn't mind you, that. You, you gotta watch it all so you can empathize with the characters. I don't know if that's how it, no, that's not, no, that's not how it works. That's not, now you're just, I mean, I, I already thought you were like too loosely using empathy. Um, but now you just went too far. Now you just went too far. <laughs> Now I'm not convinced you know what empathy uh, is. <laughs> I think you should only watch Into the Spider-Verse. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's not... That's, oh, it's such a good movie. It's such, such a, a good movie. movie. such a good movie. Oh. It's, it's, it's definitely... Movie. It has cemented itself as my all-time favorite superhero movie. It's, that you have good taste. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. movie. It's it's really good. It's really good. It is a wonderful piece of cinema. And Miles Morales is very good to game. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I think I think you did it, uh, Lara. I think you you were able to to milk a whole episode milk out of a out whole of this, episode uh, out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah, of yeah. that like out of one like thirty second conversation. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. So, yeah, you know, and a little aha moment that really let that, us go somewhere. An aha moment. With a therapist who has no idea what geek therapy is and did her own damn geek therapy, right? There you go. There you go. She geeked it. She geeked out with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's good. It's good. I, I, I love the idea. I love that we, um, we were able to play with this idea in different ways. And yeah, I let me know how it goes <laughs> if uh, uh, in a couple of weeks how you feel because. Uh, I do, I do really, again, I've been thinking about this a lot. We, just in general, we put people in situations and we don't, Why we either don't prepare them appropriately or we don't provide them the support to actually do the thing that we want them to do. Right. If we had a 
I don't know, a better place than learn going to school to learn to be a therapist. You don't actually learn to be a therapist. But if you had a place that didn't just say, hey, engage in self-care and actually like maybe there was a course on self-care and things you could do in between. Look, we've, we've had a whole episode on self-health care. You can go back and listen to that. <laughs> I know. Some, some I know. spicy takes on self-care. I, I, know. Um, I know. But but just you're not the first therapist to go through this. Exactly. A lot of people know. I know so many who are doing the same thing. We burn out our therapists just, I mean, almost like a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh, no, it's like, you know, it's what what we do. I mean, I joke about, you know, my growing list of uh, recovering therapist friends. But it's sad. It's really sad Mm -hmm. because the system does... It, it doesn't support you adequately, right? So much of it fall like it's not only that you have to take care of of um of of your clients, right? Like you're providing them a service, but then you also have to advocate for yourself because no one's mm-hmm. there checking in. You know, it's not e- even the idea of self care is like, hey, you take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, right? It's like, no, 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 no. Like, what what can we do? And we, you know, we we don't have to go into details here uh, about specifics, but. Uh, you know, many people, their employers are like, so, uh, it's, it's like they ignore this fact that we know, right? Like, yeah, people mm-hmm. are burning out. Like, why wouldn't you, why, why aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you I'm, know the get, answer. I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm letting the answer is capitalism. The answer. And you got off yours and link got on theirs. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's more than it, like, it's so much more than capitalism, right? Like it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's a it lot of systems that are intertwined with capitalism and capitalism does... requires suffering. So yes, yes. But again, I don't, th- I don't think that uh, solving capitalism would solve the problem. I think, I think that there's, there's, it could, it could, it could be a big help. Right. But even within the <laughs> Right? That if, we you have. Didn't, if you didn't need to work a certain number number of hours to be considered a professional, if you didn't like need to be taking on eight clients a day in order to like pay rents and you know keep your wife happy and food in your bellies and pay for your insulin and all that stuff is like yep. you you could you could make it so you only have five clients a week. Yes, but also within capitalism, many people figure it out and do it different ways. And, you know, employers don't have to do it the way that they do it. There are different yep. options. There are so many different ways to do it that that aren't the majority or traditional, you know, like you have to yeah, see a client today. Capitalism in- incentivizes doing it the worst, cheapest way. Hostway's just but, saying we're in the capitalist system. I'm saying he's not I'm saying, saying don't burn it down. I'm look, saying what do we do look, until we you, burn it down? <laughs> if you if you look, you point me towards I'll say this every time this happens, you point me towards the button that turns off capitalism, I'll do it myself. I'll I'll, I I'll jump. I don't I'll have do a it. button, but um invest in mutual aid in your community. That's that's what I can Hot say. Take. Hot take, yeah. How can you invest if you don't have money because capitalism doesn't allow enough money left over for me to, this isn't, this isn't, I told you, if you, if you want to start a capitalist podcast, I think it would be helpful. We can uh, have a capitalist podcast, a capitalism podcast. Geek Um, capitalism. Cap podcast. Cap podcast. Yeah. 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 uh, Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just want to say we're almost a year into this fucking pandemic and if you are feeling burnt out, like, yeah, yeah, we all it's one hundred percent understandable. And for even for the people who are thriving in their personal lives or you know work lives, having work from home actually be a, a huge benefit for you, like that is great. But I have not met a person yet who still isn't having the emotional burnout of not being able to do something not think about the fact that we're in a fucking pandemic Mm -hmm. so to our listeners uh i love you i'm also tired i'm glad you're here thank you (laughs) keep trucking (laughs) 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 oh yeah so um uh not just all therapists, but everybody. Like we, we, we have mm-hmm. 
we can take care of uh, things differently. If um, there are options, we don't have to do things the way we we do. And sometimes we individually, it's not easy for us to change our particular circumstances. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Mm-hmm. Link's not wrong, but uh, but it, it's more infuriating. Like I wouldn't. My anger doesn't come from the from the 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 situation that we're in because it sucks. My anger comes from the fact that we're we're the situation that we're in. Um, I know it doesn't have to be that way because we've seen you know at one level we you know we can see models in other countries right that that mm-hmm. help that but just individually right even within our garbage uh, a mental health and medical system there are still better ways to do it but we 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 don't um, and sometimes we can't but uh, there are there are better ways and it it sucks and it's yeah it's infuriating um, yeah. Yeah, so it's a it takes practice to f- figure out whether things are personal problems or systemic problems. Yep. Yeah. E- either way, just there's no there's no there's no support there. There isn't enough support, and it it, mm-hmm. it sucks. And again, having people, whether Xavier School is good or not, it's mostly it's not always great, but it does help some students, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it it does actually. Um, we don't, we don't really have that. It's, um, yeah. I mean, we can have, I'm, you I'm can not, have multiple people in the chairs, right? I mean, again, this isn't super, Get your, yeah. this is super relevant. But, but when I, when I finished my counseling degree, I was like this, I learned a lot. And I, I, I think compared to peers that I see in the, in the, in the workplace, I think I got a much better education than a lot of them did. But I also mm-hmm. see how what is lacking and what we and what we don't have, and I also see how much this sucks. Um, why are we teaching this the same way, right? And when I went into a PhD program, I went into a PhD program like a lot of people do, thinking I I want to undo the system that I went through and and do it mm-hmm. differently. Unfortunately, you have to go through the system again to be able to come out the other side. So someone will listen to you to actually change the thing if you want to do it that way. It's all very frustrating, but like, yeah, the system, the system, um, for for uh, this idea of therapy and taking care of um, mental health is, it's very unfair to to the professionals who work in it at every level, mm-hmm. at every mm-hmm. single level. I mean, you know, we could say the same thing about medicine and 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 all education of these and all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. I was going to tie it back, but I'm just like upset now. <laughs> no, no. You're just upset now. But like if it sucks, we have to do it. But we got to look for our people in the chairs. We got to look for how we can kind of control things. Yep. Um, I mean. Find your gloves. Find your gloves. Yeah. Find your visor, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, yep. Your yep. tool belts. Uh, yeah. You asked Your about suspenders. people in the chair. I think the therapist that I had this conversation with is totally a person in the chair. So yeah. Yeah. find yourself yeah. a, find a person, person in the chair, chair. metaphor. It's just <laughs> therapy is so funny. <laughs> Freud's I literally like, yes. am a person. I told in the you chair. the chair was important. <laughs> the chair symbolism. And right now I'm in the chair that I'm in when I do therapy. The chair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't figured it out either. I don't know the answer. I deal, uh, you know, I'm, I'm. We're all doing oh, the best we can. This, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about Keep what's worked trucking. in the past. That's good. <laughs> Keep trucking. Keep trucking. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Wow. I think this this episode shows that we have all um, lost our minds. <laughs> it's, it hasn't been an easy uh, life. Yeah. 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 yeah, Not yeah, just yeah. your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. And I think, Good. I think there, again, there, there are lots of examples, things we can look at. And I do, yeah. I want to go like a whole hour into the whole glove thing, but I'm not going to. Oh, I'm gonna start yeah, I could I could have started getting into like Elsa, right? I keep yeah, I keep stopping myself from going mm-hmm. into more, uh, into anything else. Uh, more gloves. I would, yeah, we could definitely go 
talk more about this. Uh, but this is this is this is really good. This is really good. good. I hope some of these metaphors um, uh, make sense or or um, were new to you or the connections that we made. Um, mm-hmm. If you hadn't heard them before, um, definitely. If you have more, I mean, you can find uh, some of these actually in the GT library. If you have more that you would like to share, to share, not share, share, uh, you can you can add them to the to the GT library, which is our collection of uh, resources like this: metaphors, stories, characters that we can use to talk about other things, um, represent different ideas, things that are relatable, things that can help us talk about uh, stuff that is that is hard to talk about sometimes with just. Uh, words <laughs> regular words regular old boring words that aren't that aren't about our favorite stuff uh you can find that uh you can find the gt library at the geek therapy forum at forum.geektherapy.com for more geek therapy visit geektherapy.org and uh yeah check us out on social media at geek therapy and all the places thank you so much for listening remember to geek out and do good and we'll be back next week mm, bye